That's my audio middle finger to Luke. <laughs> hops, hops, hops. Hoppity hop, hop. Hops in my belly. Hops in my beer. Introducing your hosts, Kevin Ronecker. Alex, put your pants back on. Alex Werner. Murder, murder the most melons. Unique New York. Unique New York. Special guest, Brad Marquardt. Welcome to the seventh episode of Sauced on Beer, Bourbon, Barbecue. I'm Kevin, your host. I'm joined here with Alex. What's up, Alex? Hey, Kevin. How's it going? Good. Um, we've got a great show planned today. We have a fantastic guest, um, a good friend of mine for quite a few years now, uh, Mr. Brad Marquardt. Hey there. Hey, Brad. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? I'm good. Uh, we're excited to have you on. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Uh, Brad is our barbecuing expert. If one can be an expert in cooking with fire in a metal tube. You're the expert then. <laughs> um, Brad and I have known each other for quite some time. Yeah. Probably yeah, a few, a few, three what, years. Four or five years. Yeah. yeah three or four years. Um, and Brad is my go-to guy when I have questions about barbecue or anything super cool. Um, he is, he knows everything. I, I know, I know things. We, we always stuff. say you know everything. I know things. Um, so Brad and I, we met where, uh, we at met at a job, a good old yeah, teaching job. Yeah. Um, and just started sharing our love of star Wars with each other. Are you excited for this, this, oh, we, this December? I'm very excited. Oh man, that last trailer, it it got me. Yeah, it's uh, it got me. It's getting pretty exciting. Um, I can't wait. And they just released like a little teaser. And that was even better. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty good. Yeah, every time I see Carrie Fisher on screen now, it's just oh, it's, a little tough it's gonna be hard to get through this movie. It it's be. gonna get emotional. It's gonna be very emotional. They're gonna hand out boxes of Kleenexes. <laughs> I needed a half a box just for the opening crawl of The Force Awakens alone. I was like squeezing my wife's hand and she's looking at me like, are you okay? I'm like, no. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I mean, we got there two and a half hours before the movie uh-huh. actually started sitting in our seats. Oh, yeah. My wife was like, I cannot believe you made me come two and a half hours early to a movie. And I said, tough, deal with it. Why do they like us? I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. So... Brad, you are our resident barbecue expert. Um, I've been called worse things. <laughs> I would say I have some knowledge of barbecuing. Alex? Um, I feel like I have a lot more right now than I did this time yesterday. And we, we had a planning meeting on Friday, and I sent you some links to some barbecuing shows and things like that. And, and I watched all of them. Once yeah. I got started, I just couldn't stop. I'll say barbecue is something that, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to say that I just thought was a generic catch-all phrase for cooking something on heat that wasn't, like, in the house. Yeah. I had no idea what it meant. And since we started doing the show, it's like, okay, I, I'm, I got bourbon, I got beer a little bit, I'll, I'll leave the barbecue to the other guys. Like, it just, it wasn't my thing. I, I didn't mm-hmm. care that much about it. But as I've been learning more about it, like, there's, there's a lot more to this than I thought. That well, seems it all seems pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, even just the word itself, you know, barbecue. Like, 
you know, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Is it a verb? Is it a noun? Is it, I mean, is it the act of cooking it or is it the product? And that I'll cre- take D all above Alex yeah. yes. or 10,000 points. <laughs> There's people get really hung up on that kind of stuff. And it's for whatever reason, it's something that people get really passionate and possibly obsessing over. But um, it it's fun. It's it's good. So, Brad, where did you get your start in barbecuing? Um, so, growing up, to me, barbecue meant either, um, you know, just ch- grilled chicken on a gas grill slathered in, you know, malls or whatever, and pork steaks, or bandanas, which is a thing. Um so if you are looking for something <laughs> cheap and quick and barbecue, just it's, it works. It's fine. Their garlic bread's good. Their garlic bread is good. But if you're a barbecue place and that's the if that's the best <laughs> thing that people are saying, uh, maybe look take maybe your Well it depends, I guess be... too. It depends on which one you go to. Like if you go to the original one in Sunset Hills area. That is the original one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually decent. I haven't been... We established... Because I you know, I swam in high school. We had our, our swim banquets in the basement there. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. So it's, you know, it's fine. It's a thing. So that was kind of like what I always thought barbecue was. Um, it. I really got into it when uh, I went to a 4th of July party with my wife. One of her friend's houses. And her dad is, you know, he's really into barbecue. He's done a couple competitions. And he, you know, he just made pulled pork and I was like, oh my God, this is and like, I, you know, of course I'd have pulled pork for it, but for whatever reason, I, it just was over the top good. And I was like, he did this. I can do this. And I just, you know, kind of like what you did, Alex, just, you kind of go down the, the barbecue rabbit hole, just watching one YouTube video after another. And I was like, this is, this is amazing. You get to, you get to cook meat with a tiny little bonfire like that's that's awesome and really i think more than anything that's just it like i just like to play with fire i would yeah because you know like they sell a lot of, like the the traegers and like the pellet cookers and those are great like if you if you were just in it for a product that is totally totally fine but i love like poking at the fire and adding wood every now and then you know and i'll admit there's been nights where it's just like oh my god i can't stay awake one more minute but i think the the product is worth it. So, yeah, I, that's kind of how I get, got into it. Um, just playing with a, a Weber kettle for a while. Then I was running out of space on that, so I upgraded to a Weber Smoky Mountain cooker, or as I call it, the Big Black R2-D2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and dep- my game definitely up from there, and those are great. Like I always recommend that as like a first-time cooker for somebody just because they're very foolproof but even with that i wasn't quite getting some of the results i wanted so i finally went all in on a a nice ish um like offset cooker your traditional like you know food chamber offset and then is that the one you have now or is that uh it is uh no because you upgraded a few probably a few months ago right i did i did uh almost a year ago um so it's funny when i cooked for the christmas party at the school we you know we taught at um 
that was the first cook I'd ever done on that cooker. I remember so you that telling could me have, about So that. that could have gone two ways real yeah. quick. And I was really, really concerned that it was like, oh, God, what was I thinking? But no, it turned out really good. And that's why I knew, like, okay, this was this was what I was missing. I needed this. So uh, I actually sold that to a friend of mine who has then hence sold it to another friend of ours. And it's just kind of staying in the family. But I did upgrade to a um, an old country, uh, I guess, Pecos mm-hmm. pit, which is the same line that um, Mr. Aaron Franklin uses in a lot of his videos. And, it, you know, there are definitely better pits out there. But for the money, it's it's good. And Aaron Franklin, who yes. Brad is talking about, is probably Barbecue Jesus. He's um, he's the golden boy. He right now is everybody's mm-hmm. go-to. Yep. I don't know, um, guy on barbecuing. Um, his barbecue manifesto book is it's great, fantastic. It's a wonderful read. I just added that to my Christmas list. It's a perfect Christmas present. I got it two years ago and I've read it now three times through. It reads like his, like watching his videos. It's his personality comes through. He's a very affable, just good guy. Like he's just, he's very pleasant, uh, to I feel like to he's one of those from. guys you could kind of go up to and just talk to. And, and it will last for a long time. Yeah. I know yeah. you've met him, so you can yeah. probably attest to that. Yeah. Uh, briefly, um, my, my wife being the outstanding human being that she is, uh, for my 30th birthday, got us a trip down there to Austin because she knows I'm an obsessive weirdo. And she, you know, we went down there and uh, we absolutely stood in line for like, you know, five something hours. Uh, the reaction that you got from your wife uh, <clears throat> about going to Star Wars early, uh, yes. that, you know, same for this because <laughs> it's barbecue. Why would you stand in line for hours for that? I love watching their webcam. Did it's, you know they, they have I a live not. webcam no. of their line? It's called the Franklin Barbecue Line. And you can <laughs> get on and you can see how long the line is. That's great. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, they had to actually like, because people were starting to get a little, oh. Uh, kind of shady with things. People were like paying people to go stand in line for that. Oh, I would do that. And uh, yeah, they had to put the kibosh on that. I, I don't know how they enforce that or how they like they figure that out, but you know, whatever. But anyway, um, unfortunately, his uh, daughter was sick that day, so mm-hmm. he wasn't in very long. So I didn't get to spend like a ton of time with him. But you know, I got to hang out with the uh, the uh, his like pit masters, the people yeah. running the show. I met his the GM there, Benji super nice guy. They've apparently been friends since they were kids. Uh, got to go into the pit room, got to hang out all there, which uh, is un- for- unfortunately not in operation at the moment because yeah. uh, they had a fire in their what restaurant. and they're Three months ago? Two months ago? Uh, oh, no, like a month ago. Oh, was it? Yeah, re- not very long ago at all. And they're kind of out of commission at the moment. But that's what insurance is for from what, what he well, said and and what, I think I saw something too about that they like had a GoFundMe page somebody set up mm-hmm. and like the people of Austin were like yeah let's just give them money yeah. or even if you have to serve out of a truck we'll still line up around the block for it because mm-hmm. it is just so good that play you know and again my tastes are obviously like hyper specific but um, I've always heard great things about Austin but I'll be I don't know if I would have gone down there if it wasn't for that. So I yeah. think Austin owes a, you know, owes quite a, a lot to him. So I yeah. think, yeah, the community's doing good things for him. So yeah. I hope he's back up and going. He's way too nice of a guy for something like this to happen, too. Yeah. All right, Alex, you had a laundry list of questions about barbecue. <laughs> Man, I don't know where to start. Um. <laughs> well, let's just start, Brad. 
I guess with a, with a match. Let's usually. just. <laughs> that's a good. See, one. See, there. So Alex, I'm gonna I'm gonna give out or Alex, I'm gonna give Brad, Brad. a good. I that one's Brad. Yeah, yeah. that's Brad. That's we did Alex. the intro. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Brad. I'm gonna just give you a probably the hardest question I'll answer today. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite thing to barbecue? Oh, um, and then we can get easier. You yeah. Know, like, <laughs> Uh, I brisket like okay. br- like yeah brisket. Um, just because it does take a long time and it's not easy. I mean, my first brisket was just the the worst. I'm was, terrified to do a brisket, and I, I text you. I like I've texted you about a hundred times. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do a brisket this time, and then I go and I almost buy a brisket and I chicken out because I'm like I'm going to go do some ribs and some Cause pulled the, pork because the the. The time investment for yeah. one with ribs, especially, it's like you know, if you're doing baby bot baby backs and you do them right, you know, four hours. Yeah, you know, it's a good afternoon cook. Uh, but you gotta you gotta baby the brisket. It needs it needs some 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 loving, and you mess it up, and they're not cheap. So no. you're nope. out a good chunk of money, and you now have an inedible piece of burnt shoe leather carbonized shoe leather but um it took me a good probably two years before my i i served that brisket and i was like yes and it i will say when i was texting you about hey you want to come on the show you're like i don't think i can do a brisket and i was like okay you know i mean i knew whatever else you would bring would be amazing but (laughs) i I was in a uh, we'll just have to have you back on for brisket again oh (laughs) all right yeah no unfortunately Uh, i was in a wedding uh yesterday and got home pretty late and was May, I mean, maybe not in any shape to be handling fire. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but, so what, uh, I was after brisket, um, just because again, I do love Texas style. I do love beef. Don't get me wrong. Pork is, is a sacred animal, mm-hmm. but I just, I love, uh, beef. I would say after brisket would probably be beef ribs. Cause it's, it wasn't done right. The text, and we're talking like, like the plate, like chuck mm-hmm. ribs, not like the, the back ribs that kind of come off the prime rib. Right. Cause there's just not that much meat there, but when done right, the flavor and texture is very similar to uh, brisket, but they're just even more marbled and just unctuous. I guess is the is the word. Um, and you just like there's something so satisfying about picking up just a giant like brontosaurus oh, yeah. bone. Yeah, and it's primal and caveman-y and just delicious. Spoiler alert. We have some of those to try. We do have some of those to try, but don't tell everybody because they'll want to come to the secret bunker where we record these and. Thank goodness we're not live. Are you going to put windows in here, by the way? No. Because then <laughs> people will know where we're at. <laughs> so, all right. I, I do have a question now. When you got started, and, and this is what I've been most curious about, especially in the last day or so. Um, when you started trying the first time, was it harder or easier than you thought it would be? When I first started, well, I say that. What was the? Sorry, cut? when you first started to actually try and barbecue something, oh, okay. the first oh, time was... you're like, "I'm going to barbecue something myself. It's going to take a long time." Mm-hmm. Did it? Was it harder to get the result you wanted? Oh, absolutely. My first time doing um, a pork butt, a you know, shoulder uh, to make pulled pork, it didn't pull. Uh, I was going by time, not mm-hmm. by temperature, and you know that's it, and that bites me too. It, yeah, and like <laughs> you, you read the recipe. Like my before I fell in love with Mr. Franklin, um, my guru was um, Adam Perry Lang. He's written like mm-hmm. Serious Barbecue, Chard and Scruff. His books are great. Uh, he's he's awesome. I love his recipes. Um, you know, in his books, it's like oh, okay, cook for like say eight hours, 12 hours, whatever. And I was just going by that. 
not temperature or more importantly texture so i'd pull it off and i'd stick the claws in there because i used to think those were necessary and it doesn't do anything you know you can cube it up and that's basically like what bandanas does and or or my last pork shoulder that i just did yeah uh did that unfortunately i didn't and it tasted great it, it was did. fantastic it tasted I mean, that's really the good. nice part about barbecue is that it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah, you need it to be somewhat perfect because, like, there's a result. You could yeah. kill somebody with not having that's, properly cooked that's food. That's true. But, that is true. You know, if you screw it up, throw a little extra barbecue sauce on it. You know, if it's a little dry, throw some extra, you know, spices and yeah, sauce. Whatever. Make it yeah. work. You know. Um, the other problem is just because I am like I can get very like hyper obsessive on like I was so hung up on details and that was really fr- I was like no it says this way and I have to do it this way and just like I would get hung up on little things whereas now I'm just like meh <laughs> whatever it's fine like uh, I would it's, I would especially get really hung up on temperature and of course temperature is important mm-hmm. um, but like if I have a, if I have my pit maybe spike up to even like three twenty five or so like in the past I'd throw a conniption fit and now it's just like meh it'll come down. Yeah. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> so, why don't you tell us, this is kind of our, it's not our first barbecue episode, but I think it's the first time we're really trying to dig into mm-hmm. We We had a love is. fest with uh, Sugar Fire in our first episode. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we talked for so long about just Sugar Fire and all that kind of stuff, and we they talked about what, what it means to be a pit master when neither of us have any idea. We just read an no. article, <laughs> and now we actually kind of have a... A little bit better. Yeah. So, so break down for us the process. Start to finish, you're going to go barbecue something. Mm-hmm. What is your step-by-step-by-step by step by step just kind of overview? Uh, well, it depends on what I kind of have at hand, which is typically not much because huh, meat's expensive. It is. Uh, so it's not something I typically have a ton of stuff lying around. I almost always have a few like slabs of baby backs in the freezer. Just so let's just, let's just run with that. Let's yeah. go because I think if you're starting out – you're not going to want to jump right into the deep end with a brisket. Mm-hmm. You're not going to want to... I mean, you would probably more the shallow end with a pulled pork, but yeah. ribs are like a great mm-hmm. jump into. So, like, let's just start with okay. that. What would so, you... So, you know, if I've got uh, some ribs in the freezer, I'll pull some of those out. Um, I like making my own rubs. There is a litany of amazing rubs to buy out there uh the barbecue store down the street has a ton of them oh yeah um i like making my own just because i not just barbecuing i just i love to cook Mm -hmm. so i love you know being able to get find the right like flavor profile and all that um so i'll put together my rub i like a real um, like kind of a real herby kind of rub with ribs almost kind of more of like a kind of like a mediterranean kind of thing um I think it's very important to remove the membrane on the back. That's Some a, that's people huge, don't, and that's fine too. Um, that was I a like huge to. game changer for me. I, I bought some ribs, and it cut my cook time down so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a local butcher we have here in St. Louis, um, Kenrick's. Yeah, love and Kenrick's. And the guy was like, you want the membrane removed? And I was like... I've never done that before. You know, normally I buy the. I remember having to. I used to ask the, yeah. the guy to do it. Now I'm like, well, that's silly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I had him remove it, and it made my ribs so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, the smoke just absorbs into it because mm-hmm. I mean, the membrane. It's a barrier. Yeah, it's it's a seal, so yeah. that the pigs' insides don't get to the pigs' outsides. <laughs> it's pretty impor- much it's important. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So I think it's. I like to remove those. Plus, you know, you hear people like, oh, it's just it's it's too. Uh, 
time consuming. It's, you know, it's real cumbersome, but you know, the, some of the restaurants I've worked in in the summers when I'm not teaching, uh, they're cooking hundreds of slabs a day and you better believe they removed the membrane on every single one of those. Mm -hmm. So if they can do it, you, you can do it too. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so um, I think it's cool to do layers. So I'll put my rub on, and the the rub I use for ribs actually doesn't have any sugar in it, which we can, we'll talk more about that later. But um, then I'll just take, like, brown sugar and smear it over the top mm -hmm. of that so that it, it almost kind of, like, candies the meat. If you let it sit for, like, half an hour, 45 minutes, it almost kind of puts a mild cure on it. Uh, and that way, when you smoke them, they just turn the most beautiful mahogany red color. They're they're great. So yeah, um, it's something I like to do on Saturdays. I'm kind of a homebody. I have I have dogs. I like to be home with them, and it's a good way to just kind of kick back for the afternoon, especially in the fall. Oh yeah, fall is probably actually my favorite time to barbecue <clears throat> just because it's pleasant to be outside. And well, it's not a hundred degrees standing next to a three hundred degree fire. Boy, that's not fun. No, <laughs> no. I, I like a nice little jacket too. You can like wear a jacket out yeah. there. You know, you don't have to freeze it's, your butt off. I've got one I've had for a long time. It's like a you know like a Levi like cowboy kind of like jacket, but I, I call that my smoking jacket. Oh yes, yeah, which is not crushed velvet or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's that's my smoking jacket. So, are you a wood lump charcoal? Kingsford charcoal briquette. I know that's probably your favorite, right? Uh, you know. I, I do look for grilling lump oh, yeah. all the way. Uh, Rockwood is yeah. wonderful. Um, I'm actually a huge fan. You know, at Schnucks, they're like organic brand full circle. Their lump charcoal is very good. I, I would say I probably buy that actually more than anything because um, it's usually on sale as well. But yeah, for grilling, I love lump. Uh, it's clean. It burns hot. It burns kind of fast though. So that can be kind of tricky for like actually like barbecuing smoking yeah. um for that i actually don't mind briquettes just because they last a little longer and they're more consistent yeah so that's pretty nice um yeah king kingsford um pretty much whatever what they have at costco which yeah. is their i think it's the, the they're kingsford they've got a new the, one though it's like cowboy oh uh cowboy lump charcoal briquettes oh 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 don't um don't buy that you don't no uh i found like I need to go return a bag of charcoal. Uh, <laughs> I found like like crown like molding oh, like, ah. like 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 lumber scraps. I'm like, no, that's not okay. Huh. <laughs> so yeah. I don't I I don't I found like rocks and just kind of weird stuff, which I you know I guess that came up in the kiln, so that's not the end of the world. But yeah, yeah, maybe not lumber scraps. That's probably not great. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't. I, I don't. You know, I, I hate I hate to like you know poo-poo anybody or you know no but I, take, I, take food off somebody's table so to speak but yeah i don't, I don't like yeah. that <laughs> so you're more of the wood hardwood kind of yeah yeah and, and when it comes to uh the actual like cooking um <clears throat> not not to get too like aaron franklin is gaudy but um oak i love oak missouri has a ton of it um it burns hot burns clean um i love the smell of it now I don't know if I'd recommend it if you're using if you're if you're using like an offset and you're just using like wood or like wooden mm -hmm. charcoal, it's great. But if you're using like a gas assisted or something like that, if it's not burning clean, it can be a little heavy. Yeah. Uh, but if you're cooking with straight wood, oak is great. Love cherry, especially with ribs. It puts a great color mm -hmm. on ribs. Um, I would say I cook <clears throat> seventy percent oak, thirty percent cherry. 
Unless it's, it's a good uh, blend. Unless it's ribs, then I I'll, I probably switch that number around. Okay. Yeah, apple's great. Love apple. Um, sugar maple is actually really cool too. I just tried some sassafras. Ooh, how was that? That was really good. I did. Um, what did I do? It was my pork shoulder. Mm-hmm. So I did some sassafras and then some bourbon barrel char. Ooh. Oh, I do love the uh, the Jack Daniels. Um, like you, you can get yeah. those little bags at like yeah. Randall's Liquor. They always have for like a dollar or two dollars, yeah. and it comes with the the barrel wood. Yeah, those smell great. Yeah, because that's was, oak. Oh yeah, it was amazing. Mm. Um, it smelled that sassafras kind of gave it a little bit of like a root beery mm-hmm. type. Yeah, um, which went really. That sweetness was more than, more than like a cherry. Yeah, wood. Which is funny because like a lot I've seen a lot of restaurants they'll when they do like. A glazed ham they'll make their glaze out of root beer so mm-hmm. that that makes i could see yes. that working really well with that um i've never tried it personally but my buddy jason has used avocado wood before mm. and he said it just has this rich fatty is it from of, mexico i've i've heard a jingle like that before <laughs> they change it it used to be this really fun like yeah singy song and then they change I'm like oh i miss the old guy he said yeah. it's so jovial <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, no, so that's supposed to be really cool. Uh, peach is pretty good. As long as it's a hardwood or, or some kind of nut bearing wood okay. or like a, a fruiting wood, then what about, you're, you're what good. about the mesquite? Cause I know like you, everybody's, <sighs> you know, what mesquite, mesquite. Car, mesquite, barbecue, potato chips and yeah. things like that. I mean, yeah, that seems to just go hand in hand with barbecue. And but as I'm learning more about it, I feel like it actually doesn't. No. Most of the people that I know that are really into barbecuing don't love mesquite. Um, I like to grill with it. Like if you burn it down into mm-hmm. you know coals, it's it's pretty cool. It's a very strong flavor. But if you're it's you know if you're cooking something fast with it over a long period of time, who nope, it's not my thing. I read very acrid, very harsh. Last three minutes maybe put some mesquite on there if you're wanting that little bit of a yeah. just because it if you leave it on too long it's gonna just kill any other flavors that you have i agree and like anything like any type of cooking i mean it's it's just about balance i mean meat should always taste like meat Mm -hmm. if there is a smoke enhancement component to that well that's obviously awesome that's what you want but if you're just taking a bite of an (laughs) ashtray that's that's not fun for anybody so no yeah As it sounds like I'm a smoker over here today. Yeah, I'm getting, you, you, you do okay. <laughs> oh my goodness, I've been life's, life's, dying this last week. That's hard. Everyone's been sick. Well, I mean, when you work with 21 children every day, you that know. sounds terrible. I've actually, you know, I've made it, you know, through uh, the year so far without getting sick. But I'm in so many different schools. Okay. I feel like I'm so inoculated at this point. <laughs> You've got everything going. I, on. I remember when I student taught, like I had strep throat twice in like a month. Yeah. That was horrible. Strep throat is way worse when you're an adult than it is when you're a kid. This is gonna be the best podcast ever. We're talking about <laughs> smoked meat and getting sick in school. <laughs> and Star Wars. That's and Star Wars. Wars. So solid that trio. makes its way into every, yeah. every well, podcast. It should. So I have a question. Yeah. I've been wondering about the last even even mostly just today. What is the difference between smoking and barbecuing meat? Because I used to think I don't know what I used to think. I had no idea. <laughs> I was talking about. But I, I, as I've been watching the videos, I would say they're close to, if not the same thing. But I don't know if that's true. Semantic. I mean, it's okay. yeah. Like some people say, oh, we're 
smoking ribs, you're barbecuing ribs, you're cooking ribs. Uh, I I think it a lot of it's regional. I think it's where you're at. When I think of like smoking something, I to me that means more like. And again, this is me. This is by no means gospel at all. But for me, that's almost more like you know, like making like salmon locks or you know what I mean, like smoked like salmon or like charcuterie or some kind of like sausage making stuff like that. You know, when I think of making a brisket, like oh, that's that's barbecuing, you know. Or, yeah. Okay. But then if you go, especially like into the Carolina, if you have a you know container of pulled pork, that's not pulled pork. That's that's barbecue. Yeah. So that's, you know, then we get into the whole uh, verb, noun kind of thing. But um, whatever, whatever is easier to say. <laughs> it's gotcha. Yeah, it's, yeah. So the bigger difference is more really between grilling and then smoking barbecue. Now, that's something I do get a little more particular about. Um, and it's pretty arbitrary. Maybe I shouldn't be. But, yeah, like when I say, when I see people like, oh. Especially if it's, you know, like a gas grill. Like, oh, we're barbecuing. And it's just like, mm. You're grilling, first you're, of all. You're warming meat you're, up you're, you're warming with natural meat. gas. <laughs> Which is, you know what? Hey, and again, anything that gets people outside and cooking, that's awesome. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. that's fine. And like gas grills, like, they absolutely have a purpose. Yeah. And there's been times where, like, I'll be honest. I Like me, I've probably done less grilling uh, this past six or so months. Just Well, one, I'm trying, I'm trying to eat a little bit healthier. And when I'm grilling, I'm going all out. But, but more than like at lately, it's like I just don't want to futz with it. Um, but I do think there is a difference between grilling and barbecuing. Um, mm-hmm. It's two very different types. One is a longer style of cooking over a lower, gentler heat, and one is a more searing and fast, direct heat. You know, so. Uh, but again, uh, that's it's just it's terminology. Again, whatever makes people happy while they're cooking food. Awesome. So, we have some barbecue sauces to try. Yeah. So, Brad, I know you've made, I've tried, like, you've made a coffee barbecue sauce. You've made a sweet barbecue sauce. Um, I just tried to make my first Carolina-style sauce, and it was actually turned out really good. Vinegar or mustard? Yes. (laughs) Uh, A combination of both oh that's so interesting. um super, super yeah um, it's like the captain planet of probably, a, probably, a, little bit more, probably a little bit more mustard than vinegar just a little bit of vinegar to kind of give it sure um sure a not not that saucy kind mm-hmm. of consistency but more of like a wash kind of to put on some pork i got um, you yeah I, to it, mop on i guess really not mm-hmm. really it's like pour on mm-hmm. um and it was good yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I, growing up, I did not like mustard. I yeah. Was, I've never been a mustard fan. Um, but, like, the Carolina Gold, like, sweet mustard sauces, like, to me, that's, like, my go-to with pork. Love it's, it. I would say the last two and a half years, I've started going more to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like the sweet sauce. Kansas uh, City, all that. Yeah. Mo- yeah tomato, I mean, molasses, I think all that, yeah. being from Missouri, that's kind of in our blood. Yeah. I mean, malls. That and Budweiser, you mean, right? <laughs> And oftentimes um, those are in the sauce, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but I've really, I think, ventured out a little bit more. Um, the Alabama white sauces. I love it. It's, but with, I, mean, I mean, chicken is what's supposed to be used yeah. for, but it goes good on pork. Mm-hmm. But I think it also depends, like, whether you like mayo or not. Like, some yeah. people, I can't even say the word mayo without them, like, physically reacting <laughs> to it. But You should stop being friends with them. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. I don't, I don't get it. But, no, I think uh, I think the Alabama white sauce yeah. is, is brilliant. Yeah. Um, I like those. Um, I mean, so the Carolina, I was not a big mustard fan, but now it's starting to kind of like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get a little bit more. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'll be honest. I think great barbecue doesn't necessarily need mm-hmm. a sauce, but if, eat what you like. If you like yeah. sauce, put sauce on it. Uh, I, I think a lot of times sauce is used as a cover up for bad barbecue. I would agree with that. Um, and that's not so great. But, you know, my thing is, if it ever comes out and it's just like swimming in sauce, it's like, nope, that's this probably won't it's, be a place. It's I a little to. enhancement, I think. Uh, more it's than... a condiment. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. A, a type of cooking shouldn't be defined by its condiment, except for uh, Jack in a Box uh, buttermilk. <laughs> that is a. With tacos? Yeah, with anything. God, I would yeah. swim in that. Yeah, my <laughs> wife would say the same thing about the Chick fil A sauce. I would agree with that statement 100%. Chick fil A sauce is, is darn tasty. Yeah, I love uh, it. I actually think barbecue sauce is better with French fries than it is with barbecue. <laughs> Ooh, I would rather just dip my French fries. I think I always joke when we go to Sugar Fire, I go for barbecue sauce and French fries because that's what I like so much. You know, I mean, their barbecue is fantastic, but. And they've got really cool sauces yeah. over there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one of the things about Sugar Fire that helps them kind of stand out. They do have a. Uh, they do have a few different sauces. That was the first time I actually had tried a coffee sauce, was there. That's something that. Aaron has gotten to be known for, or was known for it. I don't know if who did it first, mm-hmm. them or who, whatever. But I thought that was really interesting. I think the the tartness, the kind of the acidic acidity from the coffee balances really well with like just the really super decadent, rich like brisket stuff like that. So I think that pairs really well. But um, yeah, I I like I like sugar fire sauces. They're pretty cool. They they they're not afraid to try some interesting stuff. And I think that's the big thing. You just gotta be willing to try stuff. You know. Get out there. Get out of your comfort zone. Agreed. So let's take a break. We'll bust into some sauces. You brought some barbecue. We've got some bourbon we're going to try. I mean, we're going to make it a full show today. Um, I like all these words you're saying. Good. I can't wait. Good, good, good. So we'll be right back after a few minutes. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you're interested in seeing what beer, bourbon, and barbecue was up to before we started a podcast, you can see all the exciting adventures on Instagram at beer underscore bourbon underscore BBQ. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on the show and our adventures outside of podcasting. Be sure to check out our cool shirts and stickers available on our website, shopbeerbourbonbbq.com. All right, and we are back after a nice, long, delicious break. Mm. Brad, probably our best break ever. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it has been. Brad busted out the largest beef ribs I've ever seen. They weren't small. They were not small. Too Alex small. is still over there and just gnawing on them. <laughs> I hope you can hear me chewing. Normally, I think that's gross, but it's worth it for this. Just have to deal with it. It'll be fine. <laughs> he kind of looks like a dog chewing on a bone. Did you? Were you a Parks and Rec guy? We were. What, yes. t- what, type, of, what type of dog is Alex? Um, oh, that's a tough one. What was Craig? <laughs> the one with the its wide. eyeballs popping out. <laughs> the, the Australian. The little, yeah. the little one. Yeah. No. Oh. I don't know what. 
Alex would be similar to whatever Ron Swanson is. Because I feel like this Alex is, is all, Alex is a mixture <laughs> of Ron Swanson and Ben Wyatt. I'm I'm I've been well, I don't know, I'm told I personally feel I'm a little bit of that. Uh I, I don't want to overthrow the government maybe as much as Ron does. But <laughs> I don't think he wants to overthrow the government. I just think he doesn't want them in, the, in their life, in their his business. bacon. In his gold Eggs. that he may or may not have buried in several different locations. <laughs> I, can watch, right. I can watch that show every day. I love that show. It's, it's so speaking of gold, we have golden drops of heaven in front of us. Yeah. We took some of the beef ribs and cut it up to try some barbecue sauce. So, Brad, I'm going to let you try the barbecue sauces. All right. Um, Alex, talk about yours first. That's sure. That one. Yeah, this one here. No, yeah, so one. Never made my own before, but I think it's all right. What was your um, go-to sauce beforehand? Like, because you say you've never made. I mean, have you ever made barbecue sauce? I should have asked before. But no, like, never, never made my own before. Okay. So my go-to was just sweet baby rays. They got a lot of different flavors. I like sweet baby rays. They yeah. have a lot of different options. They're, it's almost always on sale, like ten for ten. Yeah, um, it's a good go-to. Yep. I, honestly, I've never. Barbecue in general, and I feel bad saying this now, has never been my go-to. I'm hungry. I want barbecue. Yeah, but I, I never eat like I never eat barbecue. Like I never go out and get barbecue well, anymore. It's just, when I when I'm just craving stuff, I want to go out. I usually want to go to like Mexican. It's kind Absol- of my oh, oh, absolutely. Which, by I the way, uh, leftover barbecue makes some of the best Mexican. I was going to say I would agree. Makes for some of tacos. It. Yep. Uh, pulled pork tacos with just some slaw on mm. top. Some enchiladas. Oh yeah. Ooh. Okay, new show. So, yeah. Put it in the show ideas for down the road. Yep. Okay. Mexican barbecue. So, so point B, never had a ton of experience with it. Um, so, that would just be, if, mm-hmm. if we had it, this is what I'd go to. Yeah. Um, but, so, for this sauce, I was actually watching one of Aaron Franklin's videos. The man. And while he was cooking, he's like, let's throw a sauce together. I'm like, all right, I'll make this one. It sounded pretty good. So, it's, <laughs> it's mostly butter and ketchup <laughs> um, with... Some apple cider vinegar, mm-hmm. some onion in there, a little bit of seasoning. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. No, I'm because I'm, I've I've made this sauce as well, and okay. I'm going back and replaying this in my head. I'm like, no, that that sounds right. Some lemon juice. <laughs> I remember all that. Brown sugar. That's yes, what I was brown forgetting. sugar. So yeah, let's you know see how nostalgic this is. Because this curious, you know, it is funny. Like if you follow exactly, it will it be any different? Will be the yeah. same. Yeah, I want to try. This. That's really good because I tried it on its yeah. own, like without the meat, and I wasn't set on it. Mm-hmm. But with the meat, it's it pairs mm-hmm. very well. Like the graininess of the meat, like absorbs it, and it's yeah, it's and this isn't like like derision at all. Like it's a little onion onionier yes. than I it than I remember. Heavy on the onion than I remember, but um, and I even tried to use less onion. Maybe I didn't cook it long enough. What did I? I, when I've made, because I, I've made this a few times, I feel like I've actually ended up using like less butter too. Like I've half the amount. Um, I, I'm ba- I'm horrible about like following directions to a T just because I'll be like halfway through. I'm like, well, no, I don't like that. And I'll just, because that's just my kind of like cook brain. Thinking, right. Like, that's okay. how oh, yeah, for sure. Megan is like, when I, I'm like, hey, will you make this for me? And she'll be like, okay, what's the recipe? I'll be like, um, just put some stuff in there and taste it. And <laughs> if it doesn't yeah. taste good, add some. She's like, no, I need to know exactly. Yeah. I, no. I like to follow the recipe the first time I make something. Sure. Of course you do. And then after that, <laughs> uh, yeah. whatever. Like I would probably use less butter the next time. I my, my wife Meredith gets so mad at me because like she'll 
she got a cookbook from her mom when we got married, like some of the family like recipes, and she'll like, oh hey, let's make like their like you know chicken nuggets, or, you know whatever, like the family thing. And I'll be like, oh hey, have you tried this? And she'll miss look like no. <laughs> We don't need to change anything. I'm like, well, <laughs> change something. Yeah, you got to change it. Karen's chicken nuggets are very good, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Just throw that out there. So you have, you have to bring that over. I mean, yeah. you made chicken strips a couple weeks ago. That fried chicken was, uh, I believe, as the kids say, uh, lit. Just, I'm not just, sure just I know kill, what that just, means. Just, just kill me. It was a light bulb. It was bright. Like, yeah. What? Yeah, no, it, that was it. Was really good. Uh, Meredith uh, was <laughs> sick and sick. Deserves comfort food, and I'm sorry. Deep fried chicken com- is comfort. Food. Comfort food is fried chicken. Right? Yeah, it's just yeah. So go to my Instagram feed. I stole a picture of it from you. Um, he didn't steal it. The credit was given. I stole it because I was like, either whether or not he tells me I can steal it or not, I'm still taking it. Um, you'll have to check it out. So going with our barbecue sauces, we're drinking some bourbon too, mm. and I want to get your kind of your feel. Like you gave us delicious smoked meat. Now we're giving you. Fairly deli- semi-cheap fa- fa- bourbon but, that's <laughs> decent, but it's tasty, and that's and we were talking about this during the break a bit. You know, people of course they're always going on about you know obviously the the stags, the pappies, all all oh, that yeah. stuff. When you can find a cheap bourbon or oh, cheap any well anything, but yeah. always bourbon, cheap bourbon that you lives up to you know have then that's great. Yeah, I I would get way more excited about something like that than oh, well no I don't know. I say that if if I landed a bottle of pappies I'd probably be pretty excited. <laughs> we would all be excited, but the likelihood of us landing a bottle of pappies is not at this fine. point in time in my life. Or... And, and you know what? Maybe that's fine. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's fine. Like maybe I need that unicorn. <laughs> As we were talking about, like you know, with like Turkey One Hundred One, mm-hmm. like that's become almost kind of just my go-to because yeah. it's just it's consistently cheap. It's a good product. It makes it makes a killer Sazerac. Um, yeah. So cheap, cheap is cheap isn't always bad. No, no. cheap so, is usually. I feel like price is a big misnomer when it comes oh, yeah. to mm-hmm. taste and mm. flavor. And, I mean, and some, not, of, some of the best bar- bourbon we found is bottom shelf. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I've had a lot of like thirty, forty dollar bottles that I would not spend that much money for yeah. ever again on those. Yeah. So we're drinking the Heaven Hill lineup. We have original Heaven Hill, we have Heaven Hill Bottle and Bond, and then we have Heaven Hill Green Label. Um, they're all fantastic. I'm not, well, I say that, and I just complained about the original Heaven Hill um, during the break, but they're all, they're good bourbon. Um, the six year, I think, is the best, uh, the Green Label six year. Um, Brad, you were trying that one. Yeah. Uh, how would you describe yourself as a bourbon fan? Uh, a, a sizable one. Um, I and would, this is why we like you. Well, you know, <laughs> I like I like nice things. Uh, so for my bachelor party, my dear sweet idiot friends uh, kidnapped me, and this is before I unfortunately uh, you and I had the pleasure right. of knowing each it's other. It's all right. But, we, uh, kid, we've had enough adventures on yeah, our own. Yeah, uh, kidnapped me and took me down to Kentucky to do the the Buffalo uh, the uh, Bourbon Trail, and. Oh, it was fun. Oh yeah, it was it was great. It was just one of the best weekends. Um, just because I'm I'm a great big giant dork. I love the process behind things. I like understanding how it's made, where it comes from, all the the minute details. So being able to actually go through that process and like I mean, we got to stick our finger in the mash tank. And, oh yeah. Which by the way, it, it tastes like somebody poured like a Belgian ale in your cereal or in your oatmeal. <laughs> That's. That's, that's literally, that's exactly that's a what very it's, good that's an accurate description of, of what that yeah. tastes like. Um, yeah, boozy oatmeal. So that was really cool. Um, I, I love, it's one of the reasons why I like barbecue. I like 
craft. Mm-hmm. I like things that are handmade. I know I like knowing the process behind it, and I like when it's a simplistic craft. It seems like you like things that take a lot of time to do. Which is funny because I'm a very impatient person. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a walking, talking enigma. But uh, yeah, oh, it's, that's that it, I hadn't thought about it like that. Yeah, I, I kind of do. I think it's it is a testament to your if you can control something over a long period of time, that's a big deal. You can throw a steak on there. Well, you can screw that up quickly too. But I mean, you're yeah, yeah. With the more time, the more margin of error. I feel like, but um, which is maybe why I've been so scared to kind of get into like brewing and all that, just because that's like a three month, yeah, you know, like investment or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a whiskey guy. I've because of my sweet friend Brett. I've been getting into uh, scotches a, a bit more, so I do enjoy scotch, but bourbon was what was kind of my first. Which is funny because, like, ten years ago, to me, whiskey was just something you just took, like, shots of or you mix, yeah. you mix with Coke. Fireball. Uh, <laughs> Why is that called a whiskey? Like, it's a blended whiskey. And it's, it's a, I don't know what else it's to call a, it. It's a, like a liqueur, I it feel is, like. It's a Sazerac. It's like a, sh- for, it's a, it's a, like a schnapps. Almost. I mean, it's made by Sazerac Buffalo Trace. Is, uh, it? is it? Yeah. Really? I, I did not know that. Yeah. They do not advertise that. Maybe they should. Would you? Would you? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. think it's all their same distrib- distributor and all that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I guess they own a lot of different stuff. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, they own a couple of cognacs and tequilas yeah. and things like that. They, they, stuff you would never realize, but. Hmm. Um, no, but like 10 years ago, uh, I saw a, well, my uh, my buddy Nick gave me a <laughs> bottle of Bushmills single, single malt tenure. Okay. And again, I, my first thought was like, oh, let's do shots of this. And because, you know, just whatever, we didn't know any better. But not long after that, I saw, you remember on that show on History Channel, Modern Marvels, back when mm-hmm. History Channel gave up about, yeah. you know, history? Um, <laughs> aliens? Yeah, yeah. Aliens. That guy. Anyway, um, <laughs> so th- it was a Modern Marvels episode on whiskey. And I was like, oh, that's neat. And I was mesmerized. And that was that. that's what planted the seed for me, just seeing yeah. everything that go in it. And it's like, you know, France obviously has, you know, wine, champagne, cognac, arm, you know, all that stuff, you know. Whiskey is our thing. Well, I mean, well, no, I shouldn't say that. I mean, Scot- <laughs> Scotland probably, and Ireland would probably... Bourbon is our bur- thing. Bourbon is our thing. And just to kind of see where that comes from was really cool to me. So oh, yeah. that's what, that's kind of what did it for me with, with whiskey. So speaking of bourbon, now we're going to go to my barbecue sauce I made. Yeah. I made a bourbon brown sugar barbecue sauce. It probably should be more of a glaze. So I'm, I'll be interested to see what you think. It probably should have been put on ribs, you know, while they're in their last few minutes. Um, made with some Evan Williams. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Which Again, Evan for, Williams? For the, for the chewing in the microphone. Right, I'm sure that was just well, a we have, we have a number one rule. Sound. We have a number one rule that you shouldn't be drinking in the microphone, but I think today... <laughs> This barbecue is good enough to where that we can break that rule. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I am traditionally not a huge fan of bourbon barbecue sauces for whatever reason. Like when it, the flavors cook and kind of melt. I don't know. I don't love. I don't always love that. My friend, that is delicious. Seriously, that Thank is you. really really good. Like I, I was wondering like how much I would actually dig that. No, that is really good. That has a very very. When did you make that? Uh, probably a little over a month ago. So oh, okay. it's been sitting in my refrigerator, so it's had time to kind of. And that's what I was saying. It has a, there's a depth of flavor there. Mm-hmm. You know, the flavors have melded well together. Um, 
I like that a lot, man. And maybe that's my problem. Like when I'm whenever I've made like whiskey sauces, like I maybe don't let it hang mm-hmm. long enough. I just try it immediately. Like, oh well, that's okay. So that's really good. Well, yeah. well done. That Thank would you. go very well on certainly on beef. You could. Oh yeah. You could put that on a shoe and it'd be fine. <laughs> it make the shoe tasty. It would. It would. It would. I, I think. I think it fits perfectly. It's not overpowering. It doesn't have an overpowering bourbon. And I was very worried about that. Like, I don't want the bourbon to be the star. I want the meat to be the star with it. And I think that does it very good. It's it's a dance. It's just oh, like yeah. getting all, everything to, you know, to play well together. And just everything needs to kind of find its place. And, yeah, that's really good. So, man. when you make sauces and things mm-hmm. like that... Which, like, uh, which isn't a ton. Right. Which is, I don't make a ton. Because, honestly... Like, and I meant to mention this earlier, uh, Trader Joe's. They actually oh, okay. have really good. Their, their gold, their mustard sauce is outstanding. But yeah, a lot of times I'll just... I'm the opposite with with barbecue sauces that I am with my rubs. Like, I like to make my own rubs with sauce. I'll usually just go... Okay, so then we'll just throw that to you. Like, what what is a go-to... I know we, you kind of talked about how you do your rubs and all that, like, with the ribs mm-hmm. earlier in the episode. But, like, salt and pepper, a little bit of garlic powder. Yeah, so with the... so. Again, because I am a, a student of kind of the like central Texas style yeah. of barbecue, um, yeah, meat should taste like meat, and salt and pepper does a great job of letting meat still taste like meat, but add you know actually obviously the salt is the that's your primer for anything. Um, it really enhances <laughs> beef, well especially beef fat, <laughs> and some great ways. But you know, so I think you know salt and pepper like like Aaron Franklin says that's just that's. You don't often need more than that to make it great. Uh, for these beef ribs, it's salt, pepper. I did throw a little bit of um, a little bit of garlic powder, a little bit of smoked paprika. Oh, not much, very small amount. You know what? Now that you say that. that, I can taste that in there. A little bit, yeah. It's kind of hiding under the peppery, the black pepper mm-hmm. taste, but it, it's it's there. Like black mm-hmm. pepper, I feel sometimes is so harsh, mm-hmm. but I think that kind of adds like a little bit of a a softer note mm-hmm. to the black pepper. And there's a little bit of cayenne in there. Just because okay. cayenne is fun. Do you guys watch, uh, any of like, Chef John's Food Wishes videos? Is that a, are you guys Chef familiar John. with him? Chef John? Who is Chef John? And... <laughs> he's this, he's just this guy on YouTube. He's a, he's a, he's a chef, but you know, he, he does these, these recipe videos and he's pretty, he's, he's kind of cheesy, but he's really funny and like, his thing is like, he'll, he just he adds a little bit of cayenne to like almost everything, just because that you know it adds a little zip, a little pop. It can kind of bring some flavors out. So I always, I always put just a little bit of cayenne in most of my rubs. Um, my like brisket slash beef rib rub is honestly um, like I'll I'll use this for like a steak rub. Okay. Not a rub, but or a steak seasoning basically. Um, it's again salt, pepper, a little bit of cayenne, a little bit of garlic, and then if I'm feeling a little wild, some smoked paprika. So, I know the last time I came over to your house, mm-hmm. um, you made us some ribs. I made a, I made a lot of stuff. You made a lot. <laughs> you made it like a tri-tip. And that tri-tip was pretty good. It was, it was amazing. Lot. It was good. It was a little more done than I would have liked. No, it but... was fantastic. Well, stop, thank you. stop talking <laughs> about how you don't like it because it was delicious. Um, but you made ribs, and I was sitting in your kitchen, and I was drinking some Eagle Rare, mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> excuse me. And then all of a sudden you pulled out this butane torch <laughs> and 
I want you to tell everyone what you did to the top of those ribs with that butane torch. Yeah. So I can't take credit for that. Um, We're going to give you credit for well, that. Well, so uh, I've I've worked in a few different restaurants in uh, oh, a couple different barbecue places uh, in St. Louis, and they both both of them were owned by um, the master of barbecue, uh, Skip Skip Steel. Um, and just part of the part of the Pappies. Okay, Bogarts. We have people Daly's. that don't listen from St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so part of like the Pappies, Bogarts uh, family of restaurants here in St. Louis. They're uh, arguably some of the most popular barbecue places in St. Louis. They do a, they cook a lot of meat. Yeah, they're all you know all the recipes are skips. Uh, he does amazing things. So what I learned from him was uh, after you take the because we don't sauce our ribs, we do put. For a lot, a lot of places, we'll put like a glaze okay. of sorts on them, uh, and then he takes we take a um, handheld roofing torch. It's a lot, basically like a, a flamethrower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically like a handheld version of like the giant torch you use to like burn off weeds, like in your driveway. And you, after you put that glaze on there, because it's you know heavy, heavy sugar, um, you just ten, you know, ten seconds or so, just to kind of melt those sugars down a bit. Um, and they just bubble and they're basically, it's like a, like a creme brulee on top of the ribs. So what was that? So like, so, uh, it was, so it's what I used or what I learned when I was working at Bogart's. There's some, uh, some apricot flavors in there just cause I think like apricot slash peach or even like apple just works so well with pork. Um, so there was that in there and then just, like I said, just lightly go over there and that sweetness just kind of brings everything out just cause again, I think a lot of traditional barbecue especially here in missouri like the kansas city style that real thick heavy like tomato molasses kind of all that can really overpower ribs um and i think that glaze just it brings out some some of that sweetness and it just i think it was some of the best ribs i've ever had well thanks man they were i was i was pretty happy with them yeah i mean they were fantastic um i don't think i've ever had anything You've never made anything bad for me. <laughs> so I appreciate you coming today. Yeah, um, man. I appreciate you bringing some delicious barbecue for us to snack mm-hmm. on. Of um, course. It's, you know, it's important to be good at something. And uh, I don't always bring much to the table, so to speak. So I, f- I figured I needed to... You brought f- your A game today. <laughs> I was like, I need, I need to find something that I'm good at. It was so. funny. I offered you bourbon. I'm like... This bourbon doesn't compare to what you just brought us. <laughs> Alex, bust out your bottle of Blanton's. You know, I'm offering you Alex's bottle of Blanton's. <laughs> Blanton's is good. Yeah, I like Blanton's. That's, that's good stuff. Um, but yeah, man, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I love doing it. It's definitely a labor of love. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's meat, fire, salt, and, and smoke. I mean, it's just... It's funny. I was at uh, West County Mall a few years ago, which is a large it, it's mall. A large yeah. mall. Sorry, yeah, a large yeah. mall here here in St. Louis. Uh, and there were some of the Traeger guys there. Yeah, because they had like a little kiosk set up. But again, like I have nothing against Traegers. Those are really cool. If that's if you're just in it for the product, you're not all about the process. They're like if I've you had, don't have sixteen hours to yeah. devote to yes. smoking something, but you still want to, you know, give yep. it. Yeah, it's you know I've had I've had great food cooked oh, on I've those had now. Some jalapeno poppers on one of those once. Ooh. That would be. I love how they were poppers. incredible. But uh, so I was at the mall and I'm walking by and this guy's like, "Hey man, it's the uh, I got the future barbecue over here." And I just kind of looked down. I was like, "Stop it!" Like <laughs> it's 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 meat, salt, woods, and and smoke. Like it's been that's how people have been cooking for thousands of years. Like yeah. the 
like yeah that's cool it's a cool advancement but like that's maybe not that's a little a little much yeah yeah so i love i kind of just love the the primalness of it and it's it's simple and like i said it lets me play with a small little contained bonfire in my backyard <laughs> which one of these days oh i worry about my deck oh <laughs> uh, we've got stories about burning stuff and you'll yeah. be fine yeah, it, this, this is fine. It's fine. Yeah. So, Brad, if people want to find you on the interwebs, the internets, yes. Yeah. Um. So I'm on Instagram. Uh, it's at Brad Loves Bacon. Um. That's catchy. Again, uh, my wife came up with that, and I was like, "Oh, that's great." So now that's pretty much my username for most anything. Uh. So yeah, at Brad Loves Bacon. Um. It's mostly just barbecue and my dogs. <laughs> I I love my dogs and I love uh well-prepared meat so and then uh, you do do you do do i said I do, do, do. do i said uh, do do and yeah. podcast t he he is that that's a drink bourbon well, that's yeah. why we have our explicit rating yes <laughs> i told Crap you to watch bourbon. i told like you to, wa- to, to watch your mouth <laughs> um, shit like can't, you can't take heaven anywhere <laughs> so you also do some catering. I, I do. Yeah. Um, um, you're I, not, you're not, you're telling us you're not like a company until the man tells you you got to be a company. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly, you know, kind of just friends and families, but, um, yeah, I do like, I do a lot of stuff in the summer. Honestly, it's mostly like grad parties and stuff, yeah. but yeah. Um, I've cooked for up, upwards of like 100 and 120 something people on my own floor, which is nice. exhausting by the you way. You have delicious <laughs> macaroni and cheese. I remember Ooh. when you did some of that. Oh man. Oh, I haven't made that in forever. Yeah. That Matt. Yeah. I do, man. Mac and cheese. Oh yeah. The, we the, should do the a whole episode on mac and cheese. We could. There, so that would not be a problem. Smoked mac and cheese. Yes. I've I have made that before. Okay, uh, don't tell us anymore. <laughs> Can't discuss anymore. I've done that. That will be yeah. a show Next time. later down yeah. the road. But yeah, no, I do do some catering. I oh, I do, we did it. There was again. Do do. I do do some catering. And um, iTunes is not going to be happy with no, this. No, that's okay. Uh, yeah, love to cook for people. So you know, if that's something you're interested in, I suppose give me a shout. Cool. And they can just reach you through Instagram. Yeah, that's fine. Just, uh, as the kids say, DM me. Yeah. Just be careful with what you get in that. Dangerous, (laughs) dangerous world. Indeed. Um, So, Brad, we like to end our show with our pick of the week. It's just something that we feel passionate about for this week. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't have to be beer, bourbon, barbecue related. It can kind of be whatever you want. I know in the past I've done a crunch wrap. Breakfast Crunchwrap from Taco Bell. Oh, are those good? My pick. Oh, those fantastic. are good. Those are really good. <laughs> they're really good. Surprisingly uh, good. Um, so I'll give you a minute to think. I'll throw yeah. it over to Alex right now. Pick the week, Alex. Sure. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Maybe. Maybe it's a little cliche. I don't know. <clears throat> but I'm gonna go with the uh, second season of Stranger Things or Stranger Things Two. Two. Like yeah. I'm. O- I'm only on episode four. Okay. No, five. I did. Well, we're on episode okay, so five. Okay, so you're about halfway this, through it. When this comes out, it'll probably be a week or two before Thanksgiving, so you'll be done with it by then. Mm. Yeah. No yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Right? No, nev- never, never. Um, but it was great. If you haven't watched it at all, get on Netflix, watch the first season. It's a really good, I don't know what to call it, sci-fi thriller, maybe? Yeah, I mean, if you're one of the few, I would say one of the few people that's been living under a rock for the right. past couple years and is unaware of Stranger Things. It's yeah, it's like kind of like a retro '80s throwback. It yeah. takes like oh, yeah. Steve, because other than like you know, we've already talked about two of my favorite things, which is bourbon and barbecue. But movies would probably be my third thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, this you is know, why we're friends. Exactly. <laughs> it takes like Stephen King, Stephen Spielberg, like that really like um, 
that sincere, like that sincerity of like the classic like '80s Spielberg, like mm-hmm. ET, all that stuff. But like throws in some Goonies. But then there's definitely like that Stephen King. Kind of, and this season had this whole like almost like pseudo like H.P. Lovecraft kind of vibe going to it. Which, oh man. I love me some Cthulhu. So, mm. yeah, no, so yeah. Uh, so far, I'm loving it. Uh, like I said, I was in a wedding last week. It, this past couple weeks have been nuts, so I haven't got to finish it yet, which I'm... Yeah. Go home, finish it. The first season's great. Second yeah. season yeah. lives up to the first, for sure. <clears throat> yeah. I, like- heard, I heard it was slow to start with. And I, I have to be honest... <laughs> I am not a Stranger Things fan. Oh. I would I would disagree with that. But if you're not a Stranger Things fan, then probably it was, it was probably yeah. slow. Because, I need to uh, give it a second chance. Uh, it was I don't I like it. If you liked, uh, if you like it, you will you'll like this just because again the, it's the the heart of the story is the relationship just between the the middle school kids and and I, honestly like I just I love like coming of age movie you know stand by me mud if you've mm. ever seen mud that movie is outstanding hmm. um that was that was part of like the what was it the the reconnaissance the McConaughey's like kind of comeback <laughs> but uh yeah no that so i just love like coming of age stuff and this yeah. like stranger things just it it scratches all the all the right yeah, spots great. i did a great job with it so watch that so kevin so as in usual fashion i come up with a pick of the week early in the week and i tell alex probably an hour before the show this is my pick of the week. <clears throat> this is my pick of the week, and it changes, and I have just changed it. Kevin, you're being a real doo-doo head. Don't say those kinds of words. You'll get us in trouble. <laughs> so my original pick of the week was Halloween candy and Halloween jokes. I heard some good ones, but I'm changing it. You can't throw out two. Yes, I can. You I can't can do casually it. This say, is my I was show. Do I can do what I want. <laughs> oh, I see. So it's that's, uh, that's how we're... Okay. This is how we run this. Okay. When your show, when your Instagram handles in the title of a show, then you can make the rules. And sometimes he just cuts my portions out of I'm the lo- show. I'm, I'm loving the like the German authoritarianism kind of coming out here. Wait till I get uh, a little bit more. Actually, go back and listen to our uh, Oktoberfest, and you can hear my German um, and all that. <laughs> yeah, Yavol. Um, right, so new my new one is the Create Your Own Six Pack. I just had a create my own six pack that a friend of mine actually made for me of just some different beers to try and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's just an awesome way to try different beer without getting stuck with five more beers that you may not like. Um, It's a good way to explore new beers. Um, I wish they hit it for bourbon. (laughs) Me too. It would give me a little bit more trouble, I'm pretty sure, but, you know. I mean, you can go to any liquor store and pick your own six bottles. I won't have a problem <laughs> with that. Yeah, but the price of it. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I think the six-pack, creature and six-pack, is my pick of the week this week. Nice. All right, Brad, we've given you time. Oh, man. Um, mine, my pick of the week would probably have to be uh, the new trailer that I saw for... Uh, this new James Franco movie coming out called uh, The Disaster Artist. I have I've not. I've that. seen part. I've seen like. So, and I'll. And I, it, okay, so it's about the making of arguably like the worst movie ever ever okay, made yeah, called is, the, the Room. And I will admit, I've actually not seen The Room and I, I need to do that before I see this. But it has this huge like cult following. It's almost become like. What, uh, what is it like Rocky Horror people like will right. go to these late viewings and there's this whole like kind of cult of personality thing that's mm-hmm. built up around it but I once heard somebody describe the the guy behind all this his name's like Tommy Wiseau 
as an alien who watched a lot of like movies and is mimicking how people act. Like <laughs> he's just the weirdest guy. Uh, anyway, so so like Wes Anderson. Uh, oh, like way weirder. Oh, way weirder. Yeah, I, I love Wes Anderson. Oh, I so. do too. Wes Anderson's yeah. like just this like what, what, what did they say about him in the Oscars? He rode a bike made of like recycled trombone parts or something. Of course he did. <laughs> like, of course he did. Like, if anybody's gonna do that, um, no, no, no. So yeah, this guy's super weird. Anyway, uh, James Franco wrote and directed a movie based on the book The Disaster Artist, which was written by one of the guys that starred in this movie, The Room. And James Franco is playing Tommy Wiseau, and like it just looks so funny. And it's apparently it's very sincere, and, like very heartfelt, but it looks absolutely hysterical. And it's got you know the usual suspects in it, you know, like uh, Seth Seth Rogen, Rogen Rogen is in it. Um, James Franco's younger brother actually plays the the star in this movie, the guy who actually wrote that uh, book. Huh. So that's kind of funny, but. Like it just looks. It's just a guy who has just zero self awareness, and nobody he doesn't understand why nobody is like appreciating what he's doing. It's like, well, what you're doing is like is shit. So, um, you just said one of the bad words. I, oh, I did. I Say doo doo. Doo doo. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry, America. We'll forgive you. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. That that's that's kind of my pick. Uh, if it's not that, then it's just the the Blues. Go go Blues. It's hockey. Yeah. It's hockey, hockey season. season. It's it's gonna be a great. You know, next baseball eight, season's eight. over. Yeah, and and ooh, uh, um, I'm 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 a hockey guy. Uh, yeah. I'm one of the few people in St. Louis. Like, don't get me wrong, go go Cardinals. But I've I'm after a, this last season, I have switched allegiances more to my Blues than yeah to the Cardinals. Yeah, but, and I just I don't know. I just, all the you know the like oh we're the best fans in baseball. It's like oh stop. Like, <laughs> we are the best fans in oh, baseball. Stop. We'll end it there. Um, <laughs> so, Alex. Tell everyone where they can find you on the interwebs. Sure. As always, on Instagram at the.alex.experiment. Um, been a little quiet lately, but hoping to try some more new stuff soon, I guess. Life is starting to slow down for you, right? It is, yeah. No, it's not. Got a... <laughs> You're having a baby in Baby in a month. Oh, oh, congratulations, Thank man. you. That's Thank wonderful. you, yeah. So, yeah. getting ready for that. That that's that's just kind of been the prime experiment for now. <laughs> yeah, we'll try with some other stuff coming cool. up soon. Brad, throw out your handle one more time for yeah. us at Brad Loves Bacon on uh, on Instagram. Yeah, hit me up. I I love I love making friends. Good, and you can find me. I'm Kevin at beer underscore bourbon underscore barbecue bbq. Um, just in case you spell out barbecue, I mean you you'll probably still find me, but yeah, save you a little bit of typing. Um, <laughs> You can also check us out at www.shopbeerbourbonbarbecue.com. We've got some awesome merch up there, some sweet T-shirts for beer, bourbon, barbecue. Um, Christmas is coming up, so you know you may want to uh, get your loved one one of those shirts. Um, I, 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 I want one. We'll see what we can do for you. <laughs> see what kind of smoked meats we can trade for T-shirts. I, I, I like this. And this is this quid pro quo. <clears throat> We can work something out. Yeah. I feel like we already owe him. Yeah, I feel like we do too. So, Brad, thanks for coming on this week. Yeah. Thanks for you having kinda me, guys. You kind of saved us. We, uh, we had another guest lined up that kind of canceled last minute. And, I see. Um, <laughs> well, we were going to get you on, but we were going to you know, wait a little bit longer till we were a little bit more established, and we thought, you know, this would be a good good time for you to get on. And I'll come back. Oh, we plan on having you back. <laughs> no, this has been so much fun, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, I like... Like like I said, uh, when when you're not good at a lot of things, it's nice to be able to talk about the couple things you are good at. <laughs>
sure. So thanks for bringing some delicious meat. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for yeah. trying our barbecue sauces. Um, anything else, Alex? Are you? No, I'm. I'm excited to get. Are you in a food come over there? I, I guess so. Okay. Working on a bourbon coma soon too. That's, Which I guess is just no, it's, it's, a coma. Just being drunk. Yeah, it's, it's an alcohol-induced coma. I think I think I'm now a lot more excited to go start smoking some more barbecue and meat. Tis the season. Yeah. Yeah. Tis the season. I'm gonna go do a turkey in a few weeks. Uh yeah yeah it's so, I, and I know we're trying to get out of here but uh my I you know I always I do a turkey around Thanksgiving every yeah. year and it's I don't. I don't do them enough to where it's not like Briscoe where it's like, all right, I got this. You know, so every year it's always kind of like, oh, I don't want to mess this up because, you know, it's a, it's the turkey. But it's, it's a fun time of the year. Turkeys are great, man. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's it. So until next time, don't forget to stay sauced on beer, bourbon, and barbecue.
than ever before in life She asked me what's my mission I said go on expeditions Hear coyotes in the distance And get off my self-prescriptions Who knew every night would feel brand new Condition my heart like I shampoo Live in the wild, no shampoo I can take you there, done with the sunlight Ready for the autumn air In the back of the pack With my honey haunted hands I got Henny in the flask Cause you know that I'm the man Whoa, 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 whoa. On the night hike in the moon so bright like Whoa, 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 whoa On the night hike in the moon so bright, so bright in the morning feeling dead That's the sweet hike way too far And I walked right off of the ledge But my legs to find it Last night was rad and I feel through hell But I made it back and I promise that I'll never regret All the love I had even when it ended bad But I know I'm in it for the long haul Never be a last call Doing it for all y'all Honestly treat every single season Like it was fall Whether in the hood or camped up in the woods You know I'm gonna stand tall Yeah Ready for the